Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I'm your host, Hannah Blue. You're listening to episode 42, The X-Files. Today, I want to talk to you about toxic exes and how you can avoid them. A lot of people in the world are exes. Some break up on good terms, like an Usher song, Good Good. They can move on and be happy for each other, stay in touch, share some laughs, and some break up on very, very bad terms, like the song by Avant, Separated. Ashanti and Nelly are back together, and I'm so happy for them. I think they're a very cute couple. And I hope they'll be very happy together, especially with a new bundle of joy coming along. But not everyone has the same story. Some people never want to see their exes again. I'm one of them. Once I cut someone off, they're off. I never look back. It's not about bitterness or unforgiveness. We need to get out of that way of thinking. You can forgive someone, move on, and never speak to them again. But some folks can't do that. They keep going back for many reasons. One, they say they need closure. You got to be careful about closure. In most cases where the ex is toxic, you'll never get it. Sometimes you have to give yourself closure and move on to strengthen your mental health and have a better life. Not everyone should be a part of your life. Some people come into your life for only a season, whether they bring good lessons or bad. They're only supposed to be in your life for a season. And that's just that. Now, what's the inspiration behind this episode? Hmm. I was posting on my business page one day. As a matter of fact, the first day of 2024, and I saw something I didn't like. I saw what I assume is still one of my ex's significant other lurking on my business page. And it's not the first time I've caught this person. And I think it's sick and sad, and crazy, especially when I haven't spoken to this person in years and don't plan to. If I never speak to them for the rest of my life, I'm satisfied. That has nothing to do with unforgiveness. Sometimes it's about knowing how the person ticks, knowing they're never going to change, and being beyond tired of their antics. For me, It's the same as taking a piece of tissue, wiping my behind, and flushing it. Now, when you flush tissue, do you stick your hand back in the toilet to get it? No. Trash. When you take it to the dump, throw it away, and go home, do you return to the dump later and try to find it? Crazy, right? Most people wouldn't do that, but that's exactly what you do when you entertain toxic Exes. Now let me give you another example. And before I do that, let me just say there are some exes you have to avoid. Time spent with a person is not an excuse. 
I hear a lot of people say they don't want to lose what they feel is an investment in a person. They'll say, I invested time. I changed my ways for this person. Her kids call me daddy. Here's the thing. You don't go back to a toxic person just because you spent many years with them. Think of an ex like a counterfeit check. Now, most of us have direct deposit, but many folks know how to cash a check. You take a check to the bank, you get the money, and you go do what you do with it. Now, if you know it's counterfeit, you're not going to try to cash it, right? I'll say again, and let me elaborate. An ax is a counterfeit check. No matter how many times you take that check to the bank, you will never get what you want. Now, most of us are not going to keep taking a fake check to the bank when we know it's bad. But that's exactly what people do when they go back to toxic exes. You're never going to get what you want. Because here's the thing. That person was never worth half of what you invested when you met this person. You looked at them as a blank check, whether you know it or not. You wrote in an undisclosed amount of what you thought you'd get. It's called potential. You saw potential in this person. And for a while, you started getting small returns on your investment. Just enough to keep you investing. The relationship was your joint account. I'm not talking about money. Follow what I'm saying. I'm talking about investing your time, attention, respect, happiness. You're investing all of that. And you think they're investing too. Until you woke up one day and realized you invested way more than they ever did. And not only did they contribute a small amount, they took much more than they gave. They took so much from you. You ended up with nothing, no more self-esteem, no more self-respect, trust, security, joy, peace of mind. They took all of that and left you with nothing. You had to take that empty account and rebuild. Yeah, for those of you who have spent time alone and did the work, you rebuilt what you lost in a personal account. Now you want to write a check from that old busted account thinking you're going to get a return on your investment? No, ma'am. And no, sir. Because that account, that person, is still just as empty as the day you met them. Mm-hmm. They're not worth it. They haven't changed. Trust me. And sometimes people make the mistake of thinking the new man or new woman or new non-binary person is going to get treated better. Nah, nah. Some people, some, I said, don't go to prison and come out better. They learn how to be better criminals. Your toxic ex follows the same pattern. They've spent time in your relationship learning what it took to bring you down. How many months or years did it take to ruin your self-esteem to get you docile enough to take their disrespect? The next time around, they choose much easier targets. They're not going to pick someone who is confident or no nonsense. That's too much time. 
and it's too much work. Why do you think it's so easy for them, especially men, to find another person after you break up? Because while you're doing the work to be a better you, they're off looking for someone new to feed off of. For survival. Like the parasite he is, or she is, or they are. They study the new target, just as you would biology. And they're looking for weaknesses. And once they've acquired enough information, they pounce. That's why I told you in a previous episode, do not put yourself down in front of a new person. Don't be so quick to be vulnerable because they're watching. And in the beginning, you don't know who they are. You don't know what they've done to someone else. So you have to be careful. But for those of us who know what we had, we're not trying to go back. There was a show on TV one. I'm not sure if it comes on or not still called For My Man. And some of the women on there were crazy. The things they would do for toxic men. It was sicking you to your stomach. Men are no different. Some of the things they would do to keep a toxic woman was shocking. Trying to hold on to a person that is bad for your mental health is just like taking poison and dying. Now for the women and men and non-binary people who are abused, I understand it's not so easy to leave. But if you did the work to get out, why would you go back? Let me be very real. If he was kicking your ass in the beginning and you go back, he's not going to stop kicking your ass. And that's just that. I'm not here to coddle you. I'm here to give it to you real and raw. I think emotional abuse is the worst. Because you never forget the words they say to you. They're always with you. But it's up to you to give them the power of life or death. Are you going to believe when he said No one will ever want you. I'm the only one. Will you still believe when he said, you're ugly. You're so ugly. You're stupid. Once you're away from this person, their hold, their grip on you has weakened. But those words remain. The one thing you need to understand is you give them the power of life or death. You can either accept them or reject them. In a previous episode, I told you toxic people don't circle back to you because they miss you. They miss what you gave. And for some of them, when they see you happy and well-adjusted and living without them, it drives them crazy because they're miserable after the many months or many years since they last saw you. That misery is never going to change because they don't want to change it. They like wallowing in misery, like a pig wallowing in mud. And if somebody can't be happy for themselves, why would they ever be happy for you? So, how to avoid an ex. This one you may have heard before. Block them on everything. Your phone, your social media, everything. And sometimes you have to break ties with the family too. Because keeping in touch with his sister or mother or brother 
that's not helping you. And you better know one thing for sure, that family will be loyal to that person, never you. It doesn't matter how many times they invite you over to the cookout and say, oh, I wish you were still my son or my daughter. Their loyalty is to their child, their very grown, toxic child that they enable. So don't fool yourselves. When they start coming around, are there new people, the new man, new woman, new non-binary starts coming around? Don't even wonder why. Just know whatever the reason they're coming around, it's toxic. It's a mess. And it's something you want no part of. Maybe the person is cheating. And the new man, new woman, new non-binary person thinks they're cheating with you. If you know that you have not talked to this person, haven't even spit on them, keep going. No need to look back. This person could be ranting and raving. Because, you know, some people like to play the victim. When you first meet them, everybody was against them. Everybody mistreated them. Doesn't matter who they are. Oh, my mom never loved me. My dad used to beat me. My ex-girlfriend cheated on me. My ex-fiance called off our wedding. That's a red flag right there. Everybody has dogged them out. Nobody likes them. They don't have any friends, as Gollum said in The Lord of the Rings. You don't have any friends. Trust and believe that's a red flag. This person wants to play victim Be very cautious of people who say, I'm such a nice person. No, they're not. And I've called some people out for saying that. No, they are not. If you have to tell me you're a nice person, nine times out of ten, you're not. And yeah, they might have been abused and severely. But don't you think they haven't abused others? They haven't offended others? That they haven't been toxic themselves. Oh yeah, baby. There are born victims out there who thrive on making everyone feel sorry for them. Who thrive on having everybody take accountability except for them. They never take accountability for what they do. They never own it. And you going back to them changes nothing. You're just a yo-yo. You're a spinning top. They can play with again and again and again until they drain you like a vein. I've said before, there are living, breathing vampires out there and they'll suck the life right out of you. Now, sometimes it's not as easy to get away from a toxic ex. Sometimes you have children with this person. And in that case, the only advice I can give you is from personal experience. Lay low, be civil, smile and be cordial, even if you don't want to. Because you have to get through it until your kids grow up. For the people who are divorced... Whatever that judge says in your state, when he decided your divorce case, you have to do. If the judge says you need to split travel time, you drive the kid to the state, 
the dad drives her back or the mom drives her back, then you have to do it until that kid reaches the majority age. And then after that, hey, child support ends. Traveling responsibility ends. It is on that parent to arrange their visitation with the child. Don't let them bully you if you live in another state to keep bringing that child after the court order ends. Oh no, that's another form of manipulation because if they want to stay in their child's life, they will. And if they don't, they won't. But guess what? If they're toxic, they're going to find a way to blame you for it. I can't see my child because she won't bring him. I can't see my child because he won't bring them. That's bullshit. That's a grown child that you should be very glad to wash your hands of. And by that time, the kids already know what's going on. They're able to see exactly who both their parents are. That rhetoric of stand together for the kids, that's bull. People do that for them, not the kids, because the kids grow up seeing both parents be miserable and toxic. Once you're free of that, once your kids are grown, you have no more obligation to that person. Now, if you want to continue the travel plans and take them back and forth to the state, do so. I'll tell you one person who didn't do it, me. People who are controlling and manipulative and toxic never change. Evil doesn't die. It just gets older. And if they link up with someone who is just as crazy and toxic as they are, there will be no harmony. And trust and believe it is crazy to lurk on an ex's page, especially if they're not bothering you. For domestic violence victims, if you have done the work to get out, maybe you move to another state, stay gone. Don't go back. Tell your friends and family not to give any information to your exes. And this goes for men as well, because some men are abused. I'm not one of those women who say all men are dogs. All men are toxic. That is not true. There are some very good men out there who have been treated very badly. And men, if I'm describing you and you meet a new person, don't take it out on that other person. That other person is coming to you with open arms and an open heart. If you feel you're going to take something out on that person because of what happened to you in the past, don't get into a new relationship. Same for women. If you have kids and let's say you meet a new guy and that guy is treating your kids right, don't pit the stepfather and the father against each other because that's not cute. You are confusing those children and you're showing you're not putting your kids first. My message for everyone is you deserve to be happy. You deserve to have a good person who loves you, who is good to you, who doesn't harm you and who wants what's best for you. It does not matter what your ex told you. You're a good decent, loving, worthy person. And you deserve to have a healthy relationship and a healthy state of mental health.
and I'm out of time. If this episode resonated with you on any level, feel free to follow me on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, Google Podcasts, or YouTube Music, as it'll be in the future, or wherever you listen from. Feel free to check out our website, www.21bluelash.net. I have some big things in store for 21 Blue Lash. I promised we are going to be bigger and better for 2024. And I mean it. I will be back with more stories. Until then, be easy. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. And as always, God bless.